I'm Mark. And we are living through the getting there. Welcome to our latest episode. Welcome, welcome. So, Lisa, what are we getting into? I have been thinking lately about, and a lot lately, about the term best. Who's best? Your best? My best? Whose best is actually best? Well, that is definitely an interesting thought. And we can take that to a lot of places. We can. So let's just start by thinking about best in general, mm-hmm. right? Right. So it could be very and subjective. That I was just going to say that exact same thing. It can be very subjective. Mm-hmm. Which makes it also. Um, when it's something is so subjective, it can be very, um, inconsistent, elusive, wrong, and not best. Because what may be best for you, it can be momentary. And so I think that that term can be very misused and very misleading true and misguided so um with this thought Mm -hmm. where what was it relating to when you had it thinking about kids and parenting and as parents we all want to do what's best for our kids but what does that mean what you think is best for your kids maybe leading them down totally the wrong road because maybe you think your best for your kids is to train them up in a way that isn't biblically wholesome or accurate. For us, for me, I wanted to be a mom who was pointing our kids toward Christ. Mm -hmm. And some of the choices that I made as a mom really weren't best for them. I think we need to look at best in terms of where is the standard i guess for lack mm-hmm. of a better term coming right. from mm-hmm. so yeah. that's a good way to put it where the, is the standard of best right because what let's just go with children mm-hmm. what i feel would be best for the children whatever the situation may be right mm mm-hmm. May not align with what, for instance, the school thinks is best for my child. Very good example. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, as someone who wants the best for our children, then we need to look at situations and discern what situations we're putting them into, Mm -hmm. what they are possibly going to glean from that situation, and then where is that entity or what have you. So let's just say school, Mm because that's an obvious one for Mm -hmm. just about all of us. Where are... 
where are they aligned? Where is it? Where's their best coming from? Mm-hmm. I guess one of my what questions. is their, you know, what's is is the best in the best interest for the school, or is it really for the kids? What's the motivation? I guess is what right. the question and is. My question to piggyback off of that is. Who gets to decide because it is so subjective? But is it subjective? I mean, in our worldly viewpoint, the best is subjective. But that term is so overused. And one of the things with the English language that I don't love is we have one word to cover such a wide range of definitions that it doesn't come across always the way we want it to come across. So you say, oh, that's the best. What's best about it? And so I think that some languages and some, well, some languages I think have better words suited better for that situation. That's one of the reasons why, you know, this is just a little sidebar. At church, partly say at church, when they take the English word and they take it back to the Greek, or they take it back to the Hebrew or the Aramaic or the other original language and they define what that term actually means. It gives it such a, a, a much more a much richer understanding of what that term actually means. And I think best is totally overused. Uh, well, yeah, definitely, because you can, uh, again... And as we tend to use it in modern language today, we we just tag it on anything, really. Like, whatever is happening at the moment. Uh, you know, we sit down to a meal, we're super hungry, and we're like, man, these are the best wings I ever had. Maybe they are, but a lot of times we're just kind of saying that. Like, it's kind of like, oh, I love these. You mm-hmm. know, well, do we really? I mean, yeah, they're good. You know, is it really the best? So th- I think that's what we're looking towards here. So we, as believers, have a model or example of the best, right? Right. And that would be found in Scripture, in the Word. So right. you have to kind of discern the important things before you put the moniker of best. Right. And and achieving the best for that correct so that's i think what we need to look at right yeah so exactly we would have to go through first identify all right here's here's the situation i want the best for it because Mm -hmm. why i want to do the best for in our situations i think we'd both agree we want to do the best for the lord in whatever it is right Mm -hmm. whether it's doing this podcast this discussion Mm -hmm. we want we want to put forth our best effort Mm -hmm. right and so we want to um pinpoint okay Mm -hmm. let's where do we launch from there you know, what can we glean from Scripture to mm-hmm. apply to this and achieve it? Mm-hmm. 
Does right. that make sense? It does make sense. And it, I think it was well said that that's what our aim here is and overall in our choices in our everyday. So what are some practical things then can we look at as far as maybe just in the everyday? Even in the more mundane things, right? We still mm-hmm. want to accomplish the best that we can. Mm-hmm. And then to get back to the original original statement, who's best, my best. Your right? best, Your my be- best. Who's best? Right. So we're looking at, okay, what's my best compared to the best of culture as a whole in terms of you know the the living through the getting there mm-hmm. the our our spiritual walk mm-hmm. the best that um would be dictated through that compared to say what's more the cultural norm right right um right well and and and, and this mindset is very controversial also controversial sure also because you you mentioned school and that it's so politically driven and if you're on one side if you're on the opposite side of the school or the entity that is making the rules and the decisions and it does not align with your idea of what's best thankfully we live in america where we are free to pull our kids or pull ourselves out of said situation so that we are not seemingly aligning ourselves with that frame of mind or that entity if we choose to do that but i don't know if other countries you're allowed to do that you know if the school doesn't if the public school system doesn't align with what we think is best for our kids, we are free to pull them from that school and we have other choices and other options. I don't think, I don't know that other countries have that. I would venture to say no. I would think that uh, in that aspect, we are blessed in that way Mm -hmm. for now. Not that that can't change. No. You know, we're not, uh, we're not guaranteed that situations will, will not change. I mean, Throughout the course of time, we we've seen a more of an accepted focus on on God in in public schools throughout the time. That focus has been maybe relinquished a little bit. And I'm now I'm not personally saying that that's a a, a good thing or a bad thing because in a public school setting in America, you're going to have kids in there from backgrounds that of all different types of belief systems. And that's and, another beauty of America. Right. So, you know, if you're if you're going to have in this day and age children in a for instance in a public school system, then you got to you got to you know realize that they're not going to gear curriculum towards your Christian belief because you know, that what's that do for the Muslim kid or the or the Jewish kid mm-hmm. or the whatever, you right. know. I mean, so so you got to realize that. So if you're you're a believing Christian with your kids in a public school and you're going to get upset because the 
tenets of Christianity necessarily are not being taught, then, well, you you, you might need to evaluate that. Right, and that's what yourself, I mean. You know, that in America we have the freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. Now our kids went to public school, right. and if there was anything that was, you know, somewhat like you had said about like the tenets of Christianity were not necessarily taught, and they were not part of the curriculum, and we knew that going in, we didn't expect it to be. We weren't mad or upset that it wasn't, but if something came up within the school setting, then. We would address it at home and we would talk about it with the kids and we would explain why we feel differently about what is being taught in that particular classroom. I remember one classroom, one class that Gretchen was in, and I forget what grade, I forget what teacher, I forget what class I should say, but they had to create um, a community or, you know, I mean, it, was, it was some sort of social studies type of class. They mm-hmm. had to create a community. And I don't know if you remember this. I do remember. They had to create a community and they were expected to have the, you know, they were to build like a political system or whatever, you know, they were going to do. But one of the things that the teacher asked them to do was to create a higher authority right. for this community or this, this, um, this land that they that they were building or whatever. And that was a really big deal because we had said to Gretchen, like, no, you don't get to create a higher authority, even if it's in a classroom setting. And we contacted the teacher and the teacher heard us and was agreeable to what we were saying. I don't know if he was, I don't know what his uh, spiritual or religious background or thinking was, that didn't that didn't come up and it's fine that didn't that it didn't come up but we did not allow Gretchen to proceed with form like being part of that part of the assignment uh, yeah and I, I do remember that and I I don't remember if it was um was it Gretchen well anyways um I, I remember I remember it, and you uh, talked to the teacher about it mm-hmm. and um, told me about it. So mm-hmm. now, what I don't recall directly is if the was the teacher asking them to create a higher authority in a divine nature or just a government? Do you recall? I thought Gretchen said that they were supposed to like make a god for okay. this nation. Yeah. I th- and I said higher higher authority instead of God because, I don't know, I just felt like that was more appropriate for the mindset that the teacher had because you can't, we can't create God. Right. We can't create, we can create a lot of little G gods. We can create a lot of idols and devoted things, but those are not, the, they, like, he wanted them to create or establish some sort of higher authority for this land and you know i can't say how other parents handled it i feel like we handled it fairly well we had a conversation with gretchen about it who god is and i mean hopefully it didn't you know i mean i don't know what i'll have to talk to her to find out if she remembers that and how it affected her mindset and her thinking because it wasn't like that was her dawning moment of oh now i understand who god is and why that is inappropriate to do 
but it was important enough to us. But I am grateful for the school district that our kids were in. It was a very good school district. I was very well pleased and very glad that the kids were there. And the teacher, although I don't know that he agreed with what we were doing, he understood and he didn't hold it against Gretchen. He didn't hold it against us. He took what we said and he was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. So it worked out very well. I don't know if all school districts would do that, but I think that the way we handled it was pretty good because it had a positive outcome. Yeah. It certainly wasn't a harmful outcome by any means. Right. Um, but we just didn't thinking back on that. to do that. Right. So. Right. Thinking back on that, mm-hmm. though, um, you know, now that I'm kind of thinking about and brought that back up. Mm-hmm. The the situation of, you know, if the assignment was, in fact, creating some sort of a, you know, a spiritual higher power for this culture um, was the assignment, you know, then, yeah, definitely. But we, you know, if we miss and I'm not saying we did, but if we did, if we were mistaken in the situation Mm -hmm. and he was just simply asking or assigning them to create, you know, a form of government for their society, then that would be different. Well, they, they were supposed to do all of it. They were supposed to have the government set up. They were, they were building, like you said, a a culture, a community, a, a people. And part of it was, he was. He knows what America is about. He knows that you know when you have a country, yeah. you have a form of government. You have a form of, you know, you know agriculture and the things that are in that land to build the community. And one of the things that he did was said. I mean, it was a distinction between the government and this. You know, creating. A, you need now. You need to create a god for your country. Okay. He, it was clearly stated a god. Yeah. It wasn't a form of government that they were supposed right. to be misunderstood. Okay, I just I just was saying that, you know, if that was a, if the situation was that, mm-hmm. then you know that could be something that would be an example of well, that may not be the right way. You know, we didn't take, do the due diligence to exactly find out what, you know, but we did. what the issue was. Yeah, I'm not saying we didn't. Oh. I thought you were saying that we didn't. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> it's not where I was going. My eyes started to fly I was out. just saying that there are situations where we right. need to be careful. And that's what I'm saying about striving for the best. That's part of the best. Be informed. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Right? Definitely, definitely. I was using because, that as an example yes, of what could right. go the wrong way. Right. You're absolutely correct. If we didn't do the due diligence, if we did misunderstand and didn't, reach out to find out, okay, now let me be clear. What are you saying? You want my child to create a God. That's not happening. Yeah. Not you, right. happening. So you don't need to look at it me anymore with, I'm going to rip your head off. A daggers firing right. out of my okay. eyeballs. Because I was not implying anything of the sort. <laughs> Just using it as, a, as an example. That would not be the best for one another if we did not take the time and the due diligence personally to find out what one another we're talking about and that leads to like any situation right and this could morph into and maybe it will morph because it kind of morphed in my head expectations Mm. that's a huge part of figuring out 
best. If my expectations are incorrect, then I could really misunderstand and misuse the word best. Sure. Restate that for me, honey. Um, I'll try. What am um, I saying? I think when people have expectations. I never have any. No, not you. The, the, the expectation, first of all, is a playing out of a scenario within one's mind of how something should go. I think your phone just fell. I think that's what that was. It was. Um, Sorry. I told you about having your devices while recording. Just kidding. <laughs> so anyways, because you'll hear things like that uh, because we're in the Brick Ranch studio and we bring our devices with us yeah, and our dog walks and... around and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, anyways... I don't want to lose this train of thought. Yeah, expecting the best. Uh, right. So we, our expectation is how is really ideally the best way that we want something to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So when that expectation is is formulated and it doesn't go that way, then we learn sometimes that it either was not the best. Maybe we have to learn the hard way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or just because whoever's involved with that scenario, with that expectation, didn't do what we thought they would do mm-hmm. or wanted them to do, probably more likely. And do we take the time to say, well, OK, this is how I wanted it to go. But was that the best for them? Was it the best for me? Whose best was it? And what was the motivation of the best, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think if everybody's honest, who might who may be listening, I'm sure that there's many times that expectations are of our own are not met, and we allow it to anger ourselves and to fester a little bit and ruin the day and ruin the day or the moment yeah right um it's so yeah that's definitely a a um a part of examining the best for ourselves for others and uh how we how we view our expectations and maybe even formulate expectations mm-hmm. and and that could be a good a good tool to work on for anybody to to determine what what the best of something a situation whatever might be right because our expectation you know? well like you were saying our expectation of a situation and it doesn't play out the way we expected it to. Mm-hmm. One, we can say, well, that wasn't your expectation is just really in. I don't know why I don't sometimes turn these things back on myself because it's so easy to say to someone else. Well, you know, it didn't turn out the way you wanted. You know, you're really just setting yourself up to be disappointed and you're setting it's not really fair 
because then you're putting the other person, setting a standard for them that one may not be attainable or they may not know because it's not like they're a mind reader and you're going to disappoint. And what do you do with your disappointment? You're going to disappoint or you may be disappointed. Both. Right. So. Both. And and I know that I'm going to disappoint people. I can't meet the bar that people sometimes have for me. And I know that my bar for other people is pretty high. And when they don't meet it, it's not fair for me to get mad at somebody or upset or frustrated with somebody because they didn't meet my it's not imaginary it's real in my own head but they didn't meet my expectation and I never especially if I didn't tell them what it is right or in another way you could maybe put it is that they didn't meet your best they didn't meet my best yeah and like if I want ice cream and I'm like honey let's go get ice cream and you're like okay we'll go get ice cream Mm -hmm. and I get there and they don't have what I want, and I get mad and I'll gur about it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you knew exactly what ice cream I wanted, we could have gone to the store. Like I could change my own, I need to change my own thinking. And if I don't want to be disappointed by the situation, and I know that there's an absolute way for me to not be disappointed, then that's what I should choose. I shouldn't go to just some random ice cream store that might be closed. Well, that or, yeah, or say, or, you know, okay, let's go with ice cream. And you say, hey, on your way home, can you pick up some ice cream? Right? Don't give an hour. And I, well, we'll see. That's a detail. <laughs> but if you just say, pick up some ice cream, and think, well, he know he should know what I want, what yeah. I like. Oh uh, yeah. And I come home because, <laughs> and I have the big tub of bargain, bargain brand vanilla, and you're just like, what? <laughs> and there's no chocolate sauce in the house, and you're going to be like. I'm going to throw the ice cream in your Yeah, face. I'll have a tub of ice cream on my head. And, and you should have known it. I <laughs> like chocolate. And, I do, and then and I'll be like, well, you just said get ice cream. And so I did. And <laughs> ice cream. Now, that's, of course, because that's extreme. We just had our because, 28th year anniversary. Because, we've been together for 32 yeah, years. Yeah, I so. would definitely know. Pro- I should. But vanilla. sometimes <laughs> the draw to be frugal and, uh, you know, Ooh, I don't know if we can afford that good ice cream right now. I better just get the bargain brand on sale. Do you know what? And I'll be like, you know what? We couldn't afford it. And I wanted to at least get you some ice cream. Do you know what people were saying right now? See, dang, but I lost my train of thought. If um, they're going to say, Mark, just get the chocolate. Right. If you have to go five extra miles to get the chocolate. Well, yeah. Get the chocolate. So hopefully... You know, I, that will click, you know, (laughs) but, but like I'm saying, and, you know, insert anything in place of ice cream, basically. Right. So, you know, the expectation of the best unstated Mm -hmm. to someone else could, you know, lead to, well, disappointment, Mm -hmm. but. What are you going to do with your disappointment? What, right. And, and exactly. So that is an example of a best uh, situation of 
probably more of a personal nature, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, we digressed a little bit. Well, no, I don't think we did because it's it's we're just talking about you know what you said earlier about best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, that would be my best, your best, who's best, right? You know. So ultimately, when you come home with a vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm. not my best. Not your best move, but where's the heart in the matter? Mm -hmm. You took the time to stop for the ice cream. I know that your intentions for me are good. And if I state clearly what I want, then you do what you can to meet that. And same with me. If I know exactly what you want, I'm going to strive to meet that standard or meet Mm -hmm. that expectation So you bring home the ice cream. Instead of me getting mad or frustrated with, he knows I like chocolate. He knows I don't really love vanilla. So why would he do that? I take it as such, instead of taking it as such an affront to say, huh, rethink it and remember where your heart is in it because it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And if I know where your heart is, then that should supersede any disappointment that I have vanilla ice cream. I think it comes down to that if you are looking towards the best mm-hmm. and now just kind of taking it on a broader mm-hmm. scale, yeah. right? In the scenario that we have with the ice cream as the example, Mm -hmm. the best is achieved by the proper communication of the best for whatever that situation is. Mm -hmm. It would have been best for me as the ice cream getter to know the details of what you were looking for. Right. He always wants details. And, and the best for you mm-hmm. would have been to uh, convey them. Right. Right. And then when it wasn't met mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right. uh, you know, details not given, what have you, then a big part of that is the reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it you you know. Let's go with the scenario. I come home with the crappy ice cream. <laughs> and, you and you know, I get the stare. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what the heck? Why would you do that? Yes. And. Don't get personally offended. Right. It could, you know, and believe me, this is four fingers back at me as I talk about this. Yeah. You know, it, if it was like, oh, I see you brought like the bargain ice cream vanilla home. Why? How smart since we only have a dollar? Well, maybe I'll say, well, because we only have a dollar and that's what we could afford. (laughs) So it's either no ice cream and disappointment Mm -hmm. and hoping we have some chocolate sauce at home so you can at least get to (laughs) something what you like. Or it can be, I can't believe this. Like, he, he must really disrespect me or hate me because I wanted ice cream. And he knows I love chunky chocolate chocolate chunkies. <laughs> and he brought cheap value vanilla that I don't even think it has milk in it. 
I mean, gosh. Right? So it's all... <laughs> this never really happened. No, never happened. <laughs> Ain't nothing like it. How often is that the situation? And how can... Like, can we apply that to a lot of different things? Everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and achieving, like, okay, let's, you know, think about, okay, what is the best for all involved? Is that kind of like what we're getting at here? It is. It is. And, and as you were talking, I was using my phone to look something up because I was trying to find relevant scripture because we do want to keep this focused on, or at least somewhat, you know, focused on the word because ultimately in our, in the way we think in our um, belief is right. the word of God is really what is going to bring about the best mm-hmm. every time. Right. And Philippians two fourteen through 15 says, do everything without complaining or arguing. Mm, well, Case in point, right. when I ask for the ice cream, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. He must have had us in mind when he wrote that, right? I, th- I think so. It is very relevant. Do everything without complaining or arguing. So the requester and the requestee both need to be minded and geared toward that. Mm-hmm. And then scripture goes on to say, then you will be innocent without any wrong. So do everything without complaining or arguing. Then you will be innocent without any wrong. You will be God's children without fault. But you are living with crooked and mean people all around you, among whom you shine like stars in the dark world. And that, to me, says when... I ask for ice cream or, you know, fill in the blank, really. When you are requesting something from somebody else and you suddenly, at least for me, I immediately have an expectation. And I do expect, here we go again, people to be mind readers. And I have to be very vigilant in my own thought process to give those details where I don't think any may, I may think that they're not needed, but I have to remember that they are. So asking appropriately with the details that are needed to attain the results that you want are key. But when those things don't happen, I still have to, you know, that do everything without complaining includes requesting something from somebody else and receiving something from somebody else. That's part of everything. Yep. And that is a tough, that's a tough scripture, right? Because realistically, we know that we're not at the level of perfection. Mm -hmm. So that is certainly one of those examples of striving for the best Mm -hmm. and keeping that in mind of if we keep those tenets of that verse, Mm -hmm. I guess, would be a good word, in mind when we're in a situation and try to apply it when we when we kind of feel like this isn't really going my way. Mm. This isn't really mm. what I'm, well, some I of, expected. What are some of the things that people say in the culture today? My way or the highway? Mm-hmm. That's a very prideful statement. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, that, I, I may not say those words, but I display that when... You bring home the vanilla ice cream and I have the audacity really to get mad at you or that other person for not meeting my unknown, un 
spoken expectations. Mm-hmm. Sorry, honey. That's really bad of me. No, sorry, because we all, I do it too. Right. We all have unmet expectations. Sure. Yes, that's true. And, um, you know, I think probably part of, well, I wouldn't say it's maybe all the human condition, but most people want the best for themselves. Mm. Right? That's kind of maybe the human condition. Which takes me to the, the next best scripture. for oneself. Philippians 2, 3. Don't do anything from selfish ambition or from a cheap desire to boast, but be humble toward one another, always considering others better than yourselves. A cheap desire to boast? Honey, I bought the cheap ice cream. Yay! That's fabulous. I can't wait to go get the cocoa to sprinkle on there and make it chocolate. Yummy. Anyways, the... uh... So that was an interesting dive into the best. I think so. It took it in a couple different directions. Yeah. Well, I don't think it took it in different directions. No. Different avenues to the same. For the believer. Course. Living through the getting there. The pathway to have the best of a situation mm-hmm. is definitely going to be found in the word. Absolutely. And so the more you're familiar with it. The more you put into practice what's in it, Mm -hmm. and the more you're willing to show grace, which is in it, forgive, which is in it, sacrifice, sacrifice. And another word that's been really coming to me a lot, and this may be for another podcast, Mm -hmm. but the word accommodate. Mm. That's a good word. It's a very good word. It's become my word of the year. Yep. But it kind of scares me. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to kind of wrap things up. I mean, um, do you? Yeah, I think so. Uh, So I think we're not, um, you know, I don't know if we um, gave any insight as to what is best on an individual level, because that's an individual level, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but we can say that as believers, we have the source of how to obtain what is best for our situation and hopefully others. But getting there, right? Get it, well, that's that's the whole one of the concepts of living through the getting there. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to attain everybody's best every single time. Right. The best that we can hope for Mm -hmm. is that we are doing what we're uh, directed by God to do, right, Mm -hmm. for his best. Yes, because ultimately that's... That's what we want. And so... That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. We're here to... But we're here with others, so we have to relate to others, right? Mm -hmm. So we want our best for him to extend out to the best for others because he's the best for us. Correct. And absolutely. So I think that's a good place to end this one. So I'm trying to think what we need to call this episode. I have one scripture to help close us out. Okay. And it's, um, it's, it's, 
from Philippians also. Oh, and it goes back to the um, Philippians 2, 14. Um, Do everything without complaining or arguing, Paul writes, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault, in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Mm-hmm. That's Philippians 2, 14 through 16. Good word. So, how about everything's better with ice cream, but everything's the best with the Bible? Oh, I like it. You like that one? I do. Okay. That's very good. Very good. I think that's what we'll go with then. That's a wrap. Everything's good with ice cream. But everything's better. Everything's the best. Of the best. With the Bible. With the Bible. Amen. All right. Well, that ends this episode. And as always, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. And remember to check out our website, lttgt.com. What am I going to find when I get there? Well, you'll find links to be able to see our merch selections. Cool. You'll be able to send us emails, Mm -hmm. good or bad or otherwise. We're willing to take it all. That's right. And become part of our email list Mm -hmm. to stay up to date with the release of things like new episodes and the release of things like what else new i don't know maybe some swag it'll all be available on that website it'll all be available also links to various podcast outlets where you can hear us Mm -hmm. on your various devices nice share us on social media that's right share with your friends especially if you like it And even if you don't, share with your friends because they might like it. Mm -hmm. We're always up for a healthy debate. Mm -hmm. So, please check it out. LTTGT.com Thank you, and we'll see you next time.